Welcome back to the Buggies. <laughs> we do this vocal warm up every single yes, time. Yes, we just don't ever record it. And today we're like, you know what the listener needs to hear? The thing we do every time and have never not done. <laughs> oh, you gotta know people are starting the podcast for the first time with this episode. <laughs> you gotta know it. You gotta go. Oh boy. <laughs> um, speaking of people and first time things, can I tell a little anecdote? You can. Oh, good. We're in the same room, by the way. Oh, hey. Hi. So you must enact every physical description with a MSN Messenger era asterisk <laughs> reaches towards buttons. <laughs> uh, that's my specialty. I'm bringing it back. Um, I I I know there are a lot of people. Most people, like almost every single person that listens to this show, I don't know. Mm. Which is exciting, right? But it turns out one of the people that listens to the show. Knows somebody that I know. Is it clickety clack doggy dog? <laughs> there she goes lying yeah, down now. Clickety okay. clack doggy dog. Yeah. Um, and I, I was just a little. Okay, so here's the story. Uh, <laughs> a friend of mine, a fellow photographer from the Pacific Northwest, Vitz, David Horvitz, he's a really cool guy. Um, I like was on his, he, like, he posted a thing the other day on Facebook and. Um, I was just like, you know, I think Vitz is like into like the like the kind of nerdy stuff. I wonder, like, one of his profile and like one of the, his like likes was Batman the Animated Series, mm. and I was like, sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just gonna send him a message and let him know that like I got this podcast because I don't think he knows that I have this podcast and maybe he'll like. <laughs> Why it. would Brian ever be talking about Batman the Animated Series <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> unless uh, his friend forced him to do it? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was like, yeah, hey man, like you know give it a listen if you want and he wrote back and was like yeah cool man it's good uh like saying nice things <laughs> like the way you said that yeah all right uh whatever you no, say he seemed, he seemed genuinely excited about it <laughs> and then dropped the like by the way uh it turns out my roommate already listens to this yeah you and that <laughs> blew my mind for whatever reason that's why like i texted you immediately yeah. it was just so like <laughs> I, I don't know. I, a person it, listens to this, yeah. And you, it's still yeah. like it's still a person I don't know that listens to this. Yeah. But the reality of the person that I don't know that knows somebody that I know. Yeah. Like an un like an unrelated connection, like direct connection thing is really Yeah. And I I understand. <laughs> I don't think it's ever ex- like happened to me exactly that way, but there's definitely been a couple times of like Oh, you already know what Watchtower Database is. Neat. Like, that's good. <laughs> like, not in real life, but I'll be like, oh, I recommend this video. To- oh, yeah, I've seen that a few times. Like, oh, cool. Okay. Or it, fucking when we interviewed uh, Phil Lamar, 
Yeah. Uh, he was like, we, we brought up a static shock video that we'd done that he'd already seen. And he was like, Oh, I think I saw that one. Like I really liked the blah, blah, blah. And we're like, ah, ah, like trying not to explode while talking. <laughs> <laughs> Film. Uh, he must be so cool. He is a very nice man. Yeah. I, I hope we get to talk to him again sometime because we only got like 15 minutes with him at the comic con. So <laughs> get him on the pod. Get him on this podcast right here. <laughs> hey, we're watching Batman, the animated series that you weren't in. Do you want to come? <laughs> I mean, are we? You gonna, probably would actually. Are we? Gonna, oh, I mean, I can reach out. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, hi everybody. <laughs> By the way, this is Jump on the Batwagon. If you hadn't caught the drift, this is where I show my friend Brian the entire DC animated universe for the very first time, and he's adjusting his microphone. We have mic stands this time that we haven't had before, and so we're gonna, we're dealing with. Oh, I touched the table, and everyone heard. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. But we look, look professional. We look so good. We should I do feel this like a one real live. podcast. We'll yeah. set my laptop up over there on the shelf, <laughs> and we'll just. Well, this is a terrible background, I suppose. Oh, you see, for the first time uh, revealed, we're not actually in a red wagon surrounded by fidget spinners. <laughs> There's a fidget spinner right here. I actually I have one in the, my backpack right over there too. Yeah, proof. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me making this sound with my mouth it's actually a fidget spinner i promise it is i can see it i i'm a i'm a witness to the fidget spinner you, <laughs> you have proof anyway uh that we're today we're watching the episode mudslide i forgot to mention mm-hmm. last time uh you want to make you want to throw out a quick prediction for mudslide is it clayface it's clayface is it yeah yeah <laughs> what return of clayface yep Oh, that feels good. Yeah, <laughs> to, get, to get it right first try. <laughs> what do you think he's going to be doing this time? Sliding in the mud. No. Oh, man. Maybe his face is going to have a hard time staying on. Mm. Just like Batgirl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Secretly, she was Clayface the whole episode. They anim- they an- yeah, they animated Batgirl, and they're like, you know, this gives me an idea for another episode. <laughs> we should make it immediately. <laughs> Have yes, it out go, tomorrow. Go, go, go. Yeah, it needs to be out tomorrow. Come on. This originally aired September tomorrow. 15th, 1993. Tomorrow, oh. 4.30 p.m. on Fox. No, skip days. This was the first produced episode of season two, slash the new batch. Of, of episodes um this is the pr- uh, production number 52 and air date number 63 not close at all terrible bad bad bad, bad. job <laughs> why did maybe if you had come up with it quicker than the day before it aired you could have <laughs> figured this out we have teleplay by steve perry who is the writer of uh, most journeys songs <laughs> uh, <laughs> night of the ninja terror in the sky the mechanic and day of the samurai so the ninja episodes the man bat returns and the mechanic <laughs> are the episodes that you wrote sick uh, story by alan burnett director frank power music shirley walker animation studio junio okay the underdwellers dreams in darkness and blind as a bat mm-hmm. not one of our favorites no <laughs> No, I, I, why, why did you tell me this? Morning voice, no. No. Are you two wearing the same tie? <laughs> Go watch uh, Aunt, uh, Auntie Ar- Donna. Aunt, I always think it's Artie Donna because of the accent. Like, I think that they're saying Artie Donna. No, <laughs> they're saying Auntie. Auntie Donna. It is actually Auntie. Auntie Donna. Yeah. Same ties. Don't wa- I mean watch Watchtower database stuff, but also watch that. Yeah. Zeta month, everybody. Uh, there should be a trailer out by now. 
of the of the Zayna Month finale, and you gotta go watch it. It's got a Nickelback song in it. <laughs> uh, can confirm, I got uh, early access, and uh, there is in fact there's three Nickelback songs. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, did you notice the other two? I know you edited it. Did but. you notice Easter eggs? There's actually three Nickelback <laughs> songs. Whenever uh, the leader is like, there is only one way to rectify this. Look at this photograph, he says. <laughs> <laughs> and then another one, because I can't think of three Nickelback songs. Uh, hero. Were there three? And they say that a hero That's can save Nicole us. Nickelback, is what? it? Yeah, it is. Is it? Mm-hmm. In the Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, yeah, you credits, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, you want to go watch the episode? Yeah, now this chaos has end has met its end. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to be in the same place, isn't it? Yeah, I'm glad we can do our NPR voices. Feed off of our own mm, whatever you want to call it. Scones, blueberry lemon scones. Ooh, there's scones out there. They're on the table. They're waiting for them. us. Oh my goodness! Also, Kimmy cookies. Give me cookies. We're not having a healthy breakfast, everyone. Mostly just sugar and bread. Bye. Am I correct in assuming metamorphic Mr. Hagen is back in town, sir? Back, but not for long, I'd guess. It seems that Clayface is losing his integrity. I wasn't aware that he ever had any to begin with. I'm speaking in a physiological sense, Alfred. Based on destructive ultrasonic analysis of the sample, the molecular bonding of his clay flesh is breaking down. He's falling apart, literally. How grotesque. T? Whatever medical process he's using to keep himself together must cost a fortune, which is why he's committing robberies. And that woman helping him, what's her stake in this? Perhaps she enjoys mud baths. Here's looking at you, Bri. And Rick. other Hollywood Hollywood tropes. reference. Reference. <laughs> Hollywood reference here. References in chaos. I am Clayface Hollywood reference. <laughs> <laughs> the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> From Warner Brothers. Oh, buddy. <laughs> we had three Warner Brothers logos in this episode. <laughs> Technically, yeah. <laughs> they have to remind you. You're watching Bugs Bunny, asshole. <laughs> You're watching Bugs Bunny's asshole. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think I was. I wonder if they ever animated that. Mm, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. No. What happened in Mudslide, Brian? <laughs> you look like you have feelings of this on this episode. <laughs> I do. Okay, so Clayface comes back. You, you're predicted pretty accurately. Yeah, <laughs> he can't keep his face on. Or whatever. As it as it turns out, um, Clayface is back. He's trying to find a solution. Mm-hmm. Can I fast forward through this one? I don't. know, Whatever. He uh, does, and then Batman says yeah. no for some reason. Clayface <laughs> comes back. He's trying to look for a solution because he's having a hard time holding himself together. I can't <laughs> Metaphorically really. and physically. He finds it. The solution is at Wayne Enterprises. He steals it. This doctor that he's been working with is like, yeah, buddy, we just need this thing. We're going to make you better. And then... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, and then the doctor and him are like, yeah, cool. I can feel it working. I'm, I'm about to become myself. And then Batman says, 
no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like stops his recovery process, even though at the beginning of the episode, he's like, hey, I can help you be human again. Let me help you. And he's like, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Batman fights Clayface in the rain. Clayface starts becoming very oozy. And then they're fighting on a cliff and Clayface ends up in the water and dies. Yep, that's it. That's the end. <laughs> Batman walks away as the, his lover balls in the corner. <laughs> as Clayface's lover, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what I meant. Um, oh, Do you want the official synopsis? <sighs> it's pretty I'm short. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> yes, give me the in official Batman. synopsis. Clayface is falling apart. Literally. Uh-huh. His clay-like body is virtually disintegrating. Fortunately, a woman scientist, they have to keep reminding you, she's not just a doctor, she's a female doctor, uh, he knew from his movie star days, is working on a remedy. However, he is forced to steal money to pay for the expensive components of the remedy. Because he can't hold a shape for more than an hour or so, the doctor has created a flexible exoskeleton in which he can maneuver. He is in this shell receiving his final treatment, after which he should be able to maintain his shape indefinitely when Batman arrives onto the scene and foils the scheme. (laughs) Foils the scheme. In a deadly fight, Clayface is washed away into the ocean where he is gone forever. Or is he? It says. Oh, cool. (laughs) I mean, it seemed pretty... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, another synopsis that just tells everything. The yeah. whole it's story. It's short, short and sweet, but yeah, it just tells you everything. Yeah, so I'll get cut right to the chase. Why the fuck does Batman stop this from happening? Why the fuck? <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's trying not to kill anybody, even yeah. the bad guys. He's like, bad guy, I want to hurt you, but no, don't die. Yeah. And this time he's like, Clayface he's, is like, I'm going to become human-ish, yeah. as, yeah. as human as I can be. And, like, maybe stop being a bad guy. And Batman's like, nah. The only thing I can think of is that from a certain perspective, Clayface is... he. So he's, like, melting. He can't do his Clayface shit anymore. And in, maybe in Batman's eyes, that's, like, a solution to the Clayface problem. It's like, oh, he can't... He's not going to be a threat anymore if he just can't do anything and, like, bubbles and dies or whatever. So that's why he's stopping him from being able to be Clayface again. But he just, like, yeah, he's walking down the street like, I offered to help you before. I, the offer still stands. And he's like, no, get out yeah. of my way, which I understand that moment if he's like, I don't want your help, Batman, or, like, fuck off or whatever. But then when when Clayface finds the solution and he's going to be fine and Batman just shuts it off. Like, in that moment, I'm like, Batman, turn that shit back on, you idiot. What yeah. are you doing? I, <laughs> I just this, never understood this. Is this the, um, what is it, like the White Knight complex? Is that what it's called? The Savior oh, complex yeah, like, thing? only I can do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like. I'm having a hard time. But since he around steals that. it from Wayne Enterprises, he's technically helping. Him. <laughs> 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 like that should count. <laughs> I just this episode left me with so many questions, yeah. and most of them can be encapsulated in one word, which is why. Yeah. <laughs> why did they do? Why did he stop it? Why did he like? Why did Clayface, who's having a hard time, like I guess pride or whatever, but like why did he refuse? If he's like trying yeah. to become human. This is before he finds the like right. uranium whatever isotope <laughs> yeah. thing, the Doctor Evil little thing. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the like the 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 science talk in this episode yeah. is like <laughs> your structural integrity is other science words words words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, it, it, he's like, so he's trying to find a solution to be not falling apart, and he's like stealing money for it. Yeah. Batman's like, I can help you become human. 
wouldn't he wouldn't clayface be like yeah okay i guess he just specifically doesn't want batman's help or something i don't know i can kind of get behind like understanding that part or he's just yeah like pride or he's just stupid or you know whatever but like if your life is on the line <laughs> no but the lady doctor's already helping him she'll figure it out even though he's also always mad at her <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the lady doctor who's like in love with like what he used to be yeah maybe there's the metaphor there is like you don't have to be what you used to be. You can be a new person or something. But I when when they get the thing that's making them like humanish again, yeah, he's I like you see him transforming to his past self. There's probably some deeper message here that we're missing, but I don't know <laughs> what it is because I'm missing it. <laughs> Let us know in the comment section. <laughs> Why did Batman turn the machine off? Comment below with your answer. <laughs> I mean, really, though, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm honestly perplexed because it's just such a like, I guess, like there's could also be the aspect of Batman being like, you illegally are doing this or something, but he's doing illegal shit all the time by being Batman. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's making like a really bad U-turn on a bridge. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> Batmobile can turn on a uh dime but not really like he yeah, he turns toward the edge of the from the po the pov of the batmobile he turns toward like he's gonna drive off the bridge yeah i thought he was like gonna like i honestly thought he's gonna drive off the bridge and like do like the bat wing conversion or whatever but <laughs> bat sub conversion he, he the, the batmobile can turn on a penny that giant <laughs> the giant, giant penny. Penny. yeah <laughs> we've practiced in the <laughs> game um Dude, I don't know. This like I was like really into this episode. And I was like, oh, how's this gonna resolve? And blah, blah, blah. and then like Clayface has solution. Batman cancels solution. Batman is an asshole. Clayface yeah. dies, and I'm just like, what the yeah, fuck yeah, did I, think, I just watch? I think you said like, well, Batman's a murderer as yeah. he's falling off the <laughs> yeah. cliff. That the you talked about the animation being like very sluggish and oh, not, the not animation just was wild. The, the, I really like all of the clayface drippings stuff. Like mm -hmm. that was really well done, and the the like gravity of of it is very believable like whenever there's just like chunks hanging off the dumpster and they're just dripping onto the ground i'm like oh yeah that looks really good but then there's all the scenes of just like people just walking and it's like hurry the fuck up why is this so slow yeah i had the epiphany that everybody looks like they're walking like neck deep in water underwater yeah they're like every everything is slow like that especially the security guard at the beginning i was like oh yeah. maybe he's just really old and then everybody else started walking at that like yeah frustratingly slow tempo everyone's just animated with like too many frames per step or something like, <laughs> yeah. like, okay you can just do like two or three not 50 yeah and there was there was some really cool animations like like in the effects of so like like you're saying like the mud whatever yeah. the clay is like really like that looks really great yeah but people talking and people walking is <laughs> the, really the bad mouth, anima mouth animation was weird yeah <laughs> Well, it's like in in the clayface, like walking through the street and melting. Yeah, was like good slow. Like, oh yeah, it's yeah. it's representing that he's like having a really hard time. But Batman, by comparison, should have been like way quicker and way less yeah. sluggish. Like to it looked good it. until Batman yeah. was in frame, and, and then he was also awkward. moving just as slow. And he's yeah. like, "You used to be faster." But I'm like, "So did you, Batman? Yeah. <laughs> You're way slower than you normal right now." You you look because he looked like he was. He looked like he was supposed to be running. Yeah. But his body was moving at a slow walking pace. <laughs> yeah. He was only covering like two inches of space per stride. Yeah. 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 Uh, what do you think of the character of Stella, Stella Bates? 
Stella! Stella! Reference, Hollywood reference. <laughs> References and chaos. Um, what did I think about her? I think she was way too, like, predictable 50s. She didn't have much character to her. No, man. she was just, like, the girl that loved the guy, and that's it. She wasn't yeah. able to be, like... She, she, there was nothing for her as her own person. She could have been a computer. She saw herself as the woman doctor from the movie. She did. And then that was her entire thing. All she did, check this out. All she did in this movie was science and cry. (laughs) Science and cry. This episode. Yeah. (laughs) I know. If she wasn't doing science, she was crying. Yes. That's true. Mm -hmm. Science and cry. That's good old the, she's having a good old cyan cry <laughs> cyan cry Sci as in like cry. s-c-i yeah i got you <laughs> apostrophe n apostrophe cry <laughs> i was thinking hyphens but yeah that works too cyan cry i want this like toys r us style so the, <laughs> okay. the cry and c must the be backwards, N is backwards oh okay <laughs> oh it was it the i or the n wow i can't the i this is about 12 hours earlier than we normally do this. <laughs> it does, yeah. We haven't quite woken up yet. Uh, yeah, the um, the movie that she's watching, the woman that's like, oh, let's get married now or whatever, looks exactly like Veronica Vreeland from the Penguin Birds of a Feather episode. You remember the redhead? I'll, I'll take your word for the it. The redhead that's like, we're going to trick him in, to come to the party. Like her hairstyle is like <gasps> oh, exactly the Oh, the same. rich lady. Yeah. And I was oh. thinking like, are they just reusing this character design or whatever? Maybe. I'd never noticed that before, but yeah. They used Clark Kent for Clayface's original. <laughs> no, no, that was Matt Hagen from the original episode. Yeah, I, I, don't, I couldn't remember, remember what he looked yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, it's, I just don't, I don't know. I'm just always so confused. Like, oh, yeah. I'm almost Matt Hagen. No, Batman, no! What are you doing? Oh, God! And he's like, I am justified in this for some reason. <laughs> Audience, don't you agree? And we're going, no. <laughs> I just really wanted to kill a guy, but, like, without using my hands, other than to, like, flip the switch and kill the guy that way. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm condemning him to death. <laughs> Fuck you, I'm Batman. I don't know. I, uh, there's got to be some, like... Maybe someone in the comments will have this like epiphany of where we'll go like, oh, I've never seen it that way. But I oh, don't, please, I hope so because I'd really like to know what why where did he put that? If they <laughs> could comment right now, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, we could comment on this episode while we're recording it about three or four weeks before it comes out, so we can have the answer. I'd like to know. Yeah, yeah can we go to the comment section? Yeah, let's go check it out. Oh, okay. wait, the episode's not up yet. Let's talk about the cast. <laughs> Kevin Conroy as Batman, Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. as Alfred. Rob Clotworthy <laughs> as Billy. That's the the security guard at the start. Uh, he's the narrator on Ancient Aliens, <laughs> the National Geographic or whatever. Seriously. History Channel. Uh, nice. Newscaster in Captain America Civil War, Marvel uh, movie. Yeah. He's Nick Fury's car in Captain America the Winter Soldier. <laughs> uh, and he plays Jack Ryder on Batman the Telltale series video games. Uh, this is Gotham City. He News plays Jordan Blumen. He plays Jordan Blumen. Oh my God. I told Jordan Blumen recently that Jack Ryder was coming up in a upcoming podcast episode, but I couldn't remember why. And it's this. <laughs> oh, okay. But not, but he's not actually in the episode and he's not the DCAU Jack Ryder, but he played him in a video game one time. So I figured I'd mention. Okay. Uh, Pat Music as Stella Bates. 
She was previously female lab technician in On Leather Wings and flight attendant in Terror in the Sky. Okay, so she's moving up. Yeah, she was in two man, the two Man Bat episodes as random background extra, <laughs> and now she's a, char- a real character. Well, real character Name is debatable. Character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stella, yeah. Uh, Ron Perlman as Clayface, and Marcia Wallace as Fiance. Who's the on the movie? Woman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her main thing is she's Mrs. Krabappel on The Simpsons. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, I thought that oh was cool. I was like, why'd you get her for just this? Like, let's get married immediately or whatever. Now I want to go back and watch that scene to hear Mrs. Krabappel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Seymour, yeah. let's get married immediately. Just do it as Mrs. Krabappel. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know, man. Jamie, I hated it. <laughs> you hated it? <laughs> was it the Studio Junior or was it more the plot? It was the plot, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's a shame because, like, I, I really oh. liked the Clayface character. <laughs> you okay there, buddy? It just kept, it just kept going. <laughs> we could, we can, we could play our drums again. Um, yeah. I, I just, I, <laughs> <sighs> you got your second chance with Clayface and then he just dies. <laughs> he just implodes in the water and. <laughs> and like for what like we didn't even really get enough of the motivation i suppose like he we get that he's like trying to be human at least human ish again yeah but it'll it's, be human again only <laughs> human again that's a beauty and the beast so. boo boo sorry i had <laughs> hollywood a reference <laughs> yeah jamie i don't know i mean are you did you hear too are you it's weird because this episode will be sort of significant later, but when you watch it just as its own thing, it's just like, I don't know, I, very odd uh, choice of direction of plot and very, like, weird animation. And, and good and like I really like all the Batman stuck inside Clayface stuff. His head like popping out like a like elongated neck and stuff like that, and punching. Okay, so there's I I hated that <laughs> because like and I'm sorry I'm I, I, I'm sorry if, if anybody else likes that I'm sorry for it's just it. a, in a famous B test screenshot is like the lightning flashing while Batman's head tries to push out of Clayface's chest or but whatever. Like, here's so. the thing. Yeah. His neck isn't four feet long. <laughs> his shoulders would have been in that, <laughs> but it was just, <laughs> yeah, just his head. He's not a giraffe. <laughs> He's plastic man inside of there. Yeah. Also, why would the mud like contor- conform to like his exact head shape or whatever instead of just like a blob? Yeah. Or like his hand. Yeah. It was like completely it encapsulated. Looks, it looks yeah. cool. I also just, yeah, I do like the like bursting out of his skull or whatever. Yeah, that grapple. I didn't see coming. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> ah, rips out of his head. Yeah. Uh, some trivs of this episode. Okay. According to Bruce Tim, the reason they did not use Clayface much is that he was too expensive to animate, as well as too difficult to come up with a good story for. Do you come agree? on? No. <laughs> I mean, I can't speak for the animation, but like, I, don't forget, I could come up with a good story right now. What is it? What is Clayface doing? <sighs> he <laughs> is like trying to get over his life of crime. Uh-huh. and he's like doing the like you know he's like trying to like keep his like cabbie hat down low as he's walking through the streets like thinking about his life and everything and like mm-hmm. he's never going to be an actor again and all this stuff and he like walks by a like one of those like ceramic studios <laughs> and he's like watching people throw the vases and he's like maybe i can be useful <laughs> yeah like maybe I, I, I can i can 
I can change myself to, to some to some good. And there's like a ghost moment, but it's like him reaching around himself to like form himself <laughs> into a vase. <laughs> and then he's a vase for forever. Yeah, this shit writes itself, man. Would it be better if Clayface became a vase for forever instead of dying? Oh my God, wait a minute. What if we like pseudo Futurama dog this? <laughs> The dog that like waits outside the pizza shop. Like what if he turns himself into a vase and it like sits in the window and like society goes on for like uh-huh. ever. And, and then you can make the whole episode just about like how society changes. And it could be this like really like, I don't know if it's like nihilistic kind of approach to it, but like, you know, it becomes this like self-reflecting sort of thing where he's like not he necessarily committing witness. suicide. He's like mm-hmm. just becoming a like, yeah. He's become a staple of society throughout throughout time. Like he he doesn't he doesn't change, but the world changes around him. Yeah, I mean that's the phrase he's itself. Found his, he's found his purpose. This is great a, to be a vase. And then someone knocks him off the shelf and he shatters. Yeah. <laughs> and then he starts forming into clay. I said, "Oh God, what the hell is happening?" <laughs> Actually, that's an interesting thought. That's a really interesting thought. <laughs> it's just. It's 50 years in the future or I don't know, hundreds of years in the future. And he like goes to track down Bruce Wayne as an old man. Yeah. And Bruce is like now doing the gray ghost thing, like sitting in a corner watching his previous episodes, I guess <laughs> he's watching Batman, the animated series. Like yeah. uh, anyway, I bought the, and, Oh, Bruce Wayne bought the vase knowing it was Clayface, but he doesn't ever tell the vase that he knows it's Clayface. <laughs> so he can always keep wow. Clayface close by. That and then that and he throws him in a bathtub and he's like, ah! <laughs> I knew one day I would kill you, Clayface, by throwing you in water. <laughs> anyway, Eric Radomski came up with the idea due to fans demanding another Clayface episode after the success of Feet of Clay. Did you think up until this point they're like, oh man, I miss Clayface. I wish there was more Clayface. Yeah. Yeah. We both have Feet of Clay kinda high on our list, yeah. I think. Uh, after Clayface dissolves in the ocean, it seems to have stopped raining. However, in the next shot, it hasn't stopped yet. <laughs> cool. Cool. MP40 is not an isotope. It is a mutagenic adaptogen. That's what they said in the episode. Oh, okay. Uh, presumably a compound, not a single element. I don't know how those things work. Mr. Science, sigh and cry. But <laughs> I guess that's a thing. The episode also contains several Hollywood references to the movie making industry, include Clay, including Clayface's background as an actor. Stella's surname Bates, as well as a past occupation, is yeah. an homage to Norman Bates from Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. That okay. man even mentioned she owned a motel in the past. Oh, that one went over my head. And towards the end, Clayface yells, Stella! I'm Marlon Brando's Stanley Kowalski in 1951, A Streetcar Named Desire. The movie Stella Watches, which Alfred later identifies as the Dark Interlude, has a plot that is very similar to that of the 1939 film Dark Victory, starring Betty Davis. Also, when the Dark Interlude finishes, the Warner Brothers logo is shown with the words The End without any credits, which was how film studios ended their films during the golden age of Hollywood. Yeah. The credits started the movie. I wish they'd do that. I wish they'd do that. Except for, I guess, with all the like CGI stuff. Yeah. I mean, I kind of miss... I, I think the sweet spot was the, like... Late nineties, early two thousands. Have like the main like, actor credits. Yeah, at the, the like beginning. cool intro and stuff. They don't do that anymore. I miss that. Mm-hmm. Like Spider Man with like with the webs everywhere. They're showing the names coming out of the webs and stuff. Or like oh. X Men, whatever. Yeah, I like that. But I'm I don't like. Oh, I want to watch the Wizard of Oz. Twelve minutes later. Okay, finally the movie started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, during the final confrontation, Clayface uses several movie-related terms, such as, you've upstaged me for the last time, yeah. time to bring down the curtain, and time for your final bow. When referring to how Batman has interfered with his plans and how he will kill him for it, Clayface also says curtains going down just before falling to his death. Yeah, I noted that and was also, I got kind of caught off guard at that one because yeah. I was like, you know, I guess there's like maybe the golden age of, you know, Hollywood and plays into like the 30s or whatever. Mm. Maybe a lot of curtains did go down, but like yeah. now modern theater curtains close. Right, come in yeah, from like yeah, stage yeah. left and stage right. Well, and also just he's like a movie actor more so than a stage actor. So why would he <sighs> be using all of these terms or whatever? I don't know. <laughs> Cameras <laughs> turning off. <laughs> he's just really playing the part. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready for my close-up, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Mr. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a poster for the film The Dark Interlude appears in the 2015 video game Batman Arkham Knight in Barbara Gordon's study, and the mu movie's tagline is, She cured more than his body, she cured his heart. Hagen and Stella appear on the poster and are credited as the film's main stars. Given that Basil Carlo is Clayface in the Batman Arkham continuity, however, it can be deduced that Hagen didn't become Clayface in this universe. Oh, interesting. interesting. Also, why did they have the same, like, like in the movie, it's like you didn't just cure my face; yeah, he, he just cured my heart. Said it to her after and then, that. Yeah, I guess he was trying to make her feel better or was something. He just like, trying to play. I realized I was being a jerk. I'll say the thing. I know you get off to me saying lines <laughs> from my movie. I'll I'll do it just for you. Do you think they did it? Uh, I don't see how they could. Mm, I don't want to think. I want to come up with an answer. Uh, last thing I've got is the Clayface character shares the attributes of the first two Clayfaces in the comics, the acting profession of number one, Basil Carlo. I almost said Basil. Basil Carlo. And the name and powers of number two, Matt Hagen. In this episode, he adopts the characteristics of Clayface three, Preston Payne, who had to wear an exoskeleton suit to contain his collapsing flesh. Wow. Wow. I mean, neat. neat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so it's one of the things that will become more and more apparent, uh, not to you because you don't know much of the background of DC Comics characters, but right. the the Tim boys will like to, oh, we want to use this character, <laughs> but this character has been like six different people, so we're just going to shoot like pick and choose the best parts of each one and make them one character. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> Neat. Thank you. Um, Batman's usefulness in this episode. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how to make a sound for the face that I just made. Yeah. Useful as a murderer? Yeah. Fucking 10, <laughs> 10 out of 10. Useful in any other way? All he did was follow Clayface, try to find where Clayface was so that he could kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Shh, I don't know how to at the, and then at the end, he's like, grab my hand. Oh, wait, you're made of beans and I can't. <laughs> yeah. I, at this at this moment, I'm being compassionate, but every other moment of the episode, I'm like, the thing, like, off. Clay, like Clayface was like kind of cornering him against a cliff in the rain. The scientist lady, whose only job was to science and then like be a good yeah. girl and shut up or whatever. I <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah, um, yeah. That was a little that I don't know. Anyway, that's, that's what that's what the episode tells you. Yes, yeah. Um, like, she was yelling, like, hey, you're absorbing the rain. Like, get the fuck inside. Yeah. Bruce, if he didn't want him dead, which obviously at this been, point he does. saying the same thing. Yeah. He, like, he had at least a batarang with a string on it. He yeah. could have, like, 
lassoed one of those chimneys on that, that like laboratory. <laughs> Not sure why I said it that way, but Nectar's uh, labo. <laughs> yeah. Like he could have gotten out of there and like lured Clayface back inside and is like, come to your senses, man. Yeah. I'm sorry I thrashed your gear, but like maybe we can like make this happen again. I don't know. He had it out know. for him. Bat- we need to have like a what's Batman's motivation segment or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we wouldn't know for this there episode. Must, I, I just feel like there must be something, some aspect of this that we're missing. It just seems like such a weird choice that the the writers would do of like, let's just make Batman not helpful. Like, let's just make him, like the the, the scene of them... You would think if this was some sort of like, okay, Clayface had to murder 60 people in order to get this isotope, then he Batman has at least a fraction of a reason to shut it down because he's like, right. this is not okay. He's just but been all, thieving. Yeah, all Clayface did was like... From companies. Walk in and knock a couple people out and take the thing each time. And yeah. Batman's like, I cannot stand for this. Yeah. You will die. <laughs> I know, I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, I guess we're still we're so stuck on this. We can't even talk about his usefulness. What's yeah, he's zero. <laughs> I'm gonna give him just because I'm pissed. I'm gonna give him zero out of ten, like cryogenic freeze spray mace yeah. that he uses yeah. to freeze Clayface, and then like tiny Mister Freeze gun. <laughs> yeah, and like shove him. I actually looked away at that exact second. How did he fly out of the subway car? He, thing? Clayface looked out the window and saw that truck, and then just leapt out the window. Oh, so he wasn't completely frozen. Yeah, it was. He, it was like literally like a second. I he like, like leaned toward the window and just. Poosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, also, how did he know where that truck was going? He's like, oh, I got the isotope. <laughs> Shit, you're going the wrong way. Turn around, please. <laughs> My house is this way. <laughs> yeah, what if it was like dropping him directly into like a pool or like an incinerator <laughs> yeah. or something? When he was falling toward the water at the end, you're like, don't worry. When you fall in water, you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not this time. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, zero out of 10, whatever's fucking funny. I don't even care. I, I'm going to give Batman zero. Come on, man. That TV didn't deserve to be destroyed out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, zero. Is Clayface going to buy her a new TV? <laughs> zero. Oh, God. What? <laughs> I'm, I am a little like hung up on the misogyny of that character. Uh-huh. Can I say zero out of 10? Uh, what's the equivalent of like get into the kitchen and make me a sandwich, but for scientists <laughs> get into the lab and make me an isotope, <laughs> make me some MP 40 on the rocks. <laughs> I, man, I Doll. don't. Oh God. Uh, I yeah, let's move on. That's fine. Uh, is keen effects. I like, I like the Batman head coming out of his chest and all that stuff. It just looks cool. But. I liked, I liked the clay, like yeah, going clay. everywhere was cool. I don't understand. Whoa. Plot hole. What? Why did the, every time the clay was like on the ground, it was like sizzling. I think that was just supposed to indicate it was like evaporating or something. Although speaking of sizzling, you pointed out that, uh, Alfred pouring the tea. The tea is already steaming before he pours it in the cup. Like the cup is steaming. Maybe there was already tea in there and he's refilling it. But Batman goes like, "No, no, I won't have any of that." <laughs> like waves it away. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that was I'm the kind full. <laughs> I've already drank all the tea. Uh, yeah, I like that. Like it was. It was. <laughs> that was a keen effect. Yeah, he's like cup. 
hot pot, like steaming pot yeah, of tea. Cup already steaming. Pour tea. Steam comes, what well, goes to pour tea. Yeah. Tilts teapot. <laughs> steam comes pouring out of cup. Tea comes out of teapot into cup. Batman zero steaming air out of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I so there were some good reflections I noticed. You said something about they were like selective. They were like selective. Only some things. So were there was reflective. times where it was like super reflective. Yeah. There's lots of reflections going on in different places. Uh, the lab at the end, mm-hmm. only one of the windows is reflecting. Mm-hmm. Not sure why this. There's a bunch know. of windows. Yeah. Only one reflects. Why it's is the that big lab phallic on the one. edge of a like horror movie clip? That is on the edge edge. <laughs> yeah, because I They're think like oh, if it rains slightly more, there will be a landslide and the lab will just fall into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, I was noticing that too when they like when Clayface and Batman came like pouring out of the lab and were like having their fight. Like he like punches Batman out. <laughs> And it looks like the scale should have been that the lab was like maybe like 50 to 100 feet away from the cliff, but he punches them like the whole way. And I'm like, (laughs) it's either they fucked up on the scale of that or the lab is like half height of a normal building yeah, and it is 10 feet from the cliff side. And I mean like 10 feet. Like you, probably right when you feet. said the selective reflections thing, I started like, what is he talking about? And like looking and the lab had a lot of uh, like chemistry equipment out on the, on the tables and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was very like, it was a weirdly cartoony looking little, <laughs> like those little like half moon shapes on the edge of circular objects that like, this is a highlight. Yeah. Uh, compared to like i don't know other episodes might have had like an airbrushed like soft edge to them or something and i was like oh is that what brian's talking about that like the painting is just not weirdly less detailed than normal uh clayface walking through the uh lab where the isotope is just hanging out in a like (laughs) hallway cabinet yeah in a in a like thermos (laughs) sitting on the side of the road (laughs) and he's like holding the woman under his arm as he's walking down that he had like two lines on him he had like his outline body shape and then like a couple chest lines and that was it yeah and i was like did the artists on this part just like god damn it i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> like Maybe? it just didn't draw him i mean it sounds part. like it was a problem to animate him <laughs> yeah, so like so, yeah that one did seem He's like a bit very of a sloppy joe scene. you know <laughs> sloppy joe and beans sloppy joe beans that's what they call me uh yeah i think that's all the keen effects <laughs> uh this is books or hip-hop don't make me choose. <laughs> this is the book that you use as Kindle on the fire. <laughs> like, uh, I've read this a thousand times. I'm not a huge fan. It's it's weird. I don't hate that. It's not like an episode I'm mad at, like in a Sewer King way or something, even though that's also Studio Junior. But um, um. it's just like it's it's just so weird. I don't I don't know. I've never understood what Batman's doing and why. No, I I think it's a. I think it's a really bad episode. Maybe actually. I like. I, I guess it's it's. Well, no. Okay, maybe I'm being a little too harsh. It's really, really. It ends on a really down note. Like, it, yeah. it's ends horribly. Yeah, not just very... like sadly. Like it. It's a freaking awful ending. <laughs> the rest of the episode isn't that bad. Like I was engaged. Yeah, but it just at the end it just dive bombs. <laughs> Well, I wonder, like, if there is someone out there or multiple people that are screaming, like, you're missing the point, the metaphor was this, or whatever, and we're just constantly bringing up how mad we are at, like, Batman doing the thing, like, yeah. 
maybe that's like a maybe that's a, a thing that people are getting upset about or whatever that <laughs> you idiots the two of you clearly don't see the thing you know i don't know clearly <laughs> yeah we really don't i don't know if there, if there is a know. thing i yeah. I'd, I'd i'd really would like honestly like i wish i could go to like just read the comments now yeah. <laughs> or so, have you read the comments yeah no yeah that's what i do i was thinking like oh it'd be fun for brian to read the comments because so that he can talk more <laughs> but then i was like but then they spoil things all the time so i don't want you to read yeah them. uh not putting this on the top 10 i don't think no hell and no. i i'm i don't think it deserves to be on the bottom 10 it has to be unanimous so we're not doing that either so. okay <laughs> again i think it. it's i think it's fair <laughs> because if the whole episode was as bad as the ending then like this would be number one <laughs> but what, what did you hate about the ending so much like just the but basically from the moment batman's like fuck you i want you to die yeah and moving forward it was without upset. any like motivation <laughs> or anything like that it's just like what dude there, you had every like, do, do you want to help this guy or not? It seems like you really want to kill this guy. Yeah. And that seems to go against everything Batman stands for. I, it's, I don't know. We're missing something. We're missing something. We must be. We must be. We must be. Uh, let's go to the future and do the mail now. Okay. Whoop into the future. We. Yeah. Yeah. That yacht. That one small extra oh, yacht. Hold up. Put it up. Hold we up. drop what we drop our weekly yacht. Oh yeah, those. Into the comment box first. Brian walked away. Now Jamie's mad. Don't Too know where he's going. At least I am. Just Dylan Paula. I don't know where Brian went. Brian's missing. Brian got up and walked away when I started the song. He thought he had more time than he did. He's still gone. Dogly Oh, now he's now he's got a dog. <sighs> I got a what little. You, was he barking? Uh, Max was freaking out. Like right as you hit <laughs> like oh. we, and then the dog just started flipping out. <laughs> we. They're <laughs> 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 like, oh, they heard Kimmy's voice in the frequency that they can hear. <laughs> they started freaking. Oh my god, where is she? We fuck. We <laughs> bark. We do bark. Anyway, hi, we're in the future. Hi, we're in the future. Yeah. We're in mail. This is the mudslide mail. Mail future mudslide. Oh god. Why do we have to mail talk future about mudslide? It? What if we just don't do the mail for mudslide? <laughs> I don't even want to hear about Well, this is retro this is mail foreshadow of the bat parts one through two. Oh yeah that's in fine. the mudslide episode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a good point. So just next time we won't do mail. Next time we won't do mail at all. Don't say that. People will think we're serious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might be, but I'm not. <laughs> uh, I just I just sent Jordan Blumen a Twitter message like 10 minutes ago being like, hey, we're going to record soon and I don't have anything from you. I just wanted to make sure you're not dead, basically. And I didn't say that, but uh, he, he then like, oh, I knew it. Like Anchor was doing something silly. So he sent one through the email. So if you're sending Anchor voice messages and we didn't get them i'm sorry i don't know what's going on use the email instead i guess wait anchor's so just a piece of shit everything's a piece of shit everything sucks the watchtower everything. email was causing yeah. problems now yeah. anchor's voice message system is not working the internet doesn't want us to have messages from folks it's like fuck your podcast you're number 30 in india or whatever <laughs> Leave, go away. <laughs> Actually, I think we're much higher in India than that. Really? <laughs> Brazil. 
whatever it is. I don't know. Brazil, anyway, yeah. Jordan Newman, Jordan Blumen, GCN Musical Minute. It's GCN, Gotham City News with Jack Ryder. So Tonight's top story, a break-in at Wayne Biomedical. According to the eyewitness, it was some sort of monster. I don't know what happened, because according to police, the eyewitness ran off, never to be seen again, so that's not helpful. <laughs> In other news, a gross, muddy woman on the subway? I don't know what to tell you. This was a slow news night. <laughs> now over to the music. I like the Clayface theme. I probably had other things to say about this back when I originally recorded this message several days ago, but uh, Anchor didn't send it, so here we are. Anchor. <laughs> I think a gross, muddy woman on the subway. We didn't even talk about that in the episode yeah, where there's point. just a horrifying scene of... A woman melting in front of a child as it's going, Mommy, that woman is fucking melting. <laughs> and then she's just dripping and screaming and everyone's running away. <laughs> right after she runs into the Subway sandwich restaurant. <laughs> and you're, you're like, Clayface, there's no time for a sandwich or whatever. <laughs> I think the... Uh, okay, so anyone who's been on New York Subway, like, I grant that I haven't been on for a very long time. There's always melting women on well, there. And it's nothing new. I feel like it doesn't matter what extreme thing is happening. Everyone's just kind of like head down, head head forward, like keep your fa- your face in your phone or whatever. If, like, if a person was literally melting into the floor, you'd be like, ah, oh, man, it's another Tuesday. If a person was covered in mud, I think yeah. everybody's like forte would just be like, oh, man, I hope I don't have to stay next to mud person. I don't want to get muddy. <laughs> Right, okay. You wouldn't like what if they started like actively melting to the floor, then a couple people would probably go, Holy shit! Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> but like other than that. Mommy. <laughs> yeah. That lady is has mud on her. Yes. Everyone has mud on them. Uh, <laughs> this is the mud subway, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess this yeah. is also Gotham, not New York. I'm it's New York State, whatever. Mm. I did want to also mention that while I'm thinking about it, Jordan, uh, his podcast, The Fandom Optimists, yeah. uh, he just put out an episode uh, where he had Dylan Pollock and Keen Machine on to talk about Kevin Conroy and uh, just kind of doing a little you know, legacy chit-chat like we did. And, uh, and it was really great. And I would suggest listening to that in general and listening to the podcast in general. But it was also, there was a really nice moment where... He mentioned how the three of them wouldn't even know each other if not for Jump on the Batwagon. Aww. Uh, it made me feel good. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I actually, I saw that come up in my feed and I'm just like, I don't know if I can listen to it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a Kevin Conroy thing. I don't know if there's any spoilers. So if you give me the green light, I'd love to listen to it. But I mean, there's, there's like a part where they go over like the, some of their favorite lines and there's stuff we haven't gotten to yet, but mm. nothing, I don't know. It's up to, I'll leave it up to you. It's, I don't think it's anything egregious, but, uh, but yeah, it had me thinking about how like they were saying, you know, the show is responsible for this podcast existing and then therefore they know each other and they wouldn't otherwise. But it got me thinking, there's a much longer chain to that of uh, sequence of events that like, the show's existence led to tons of, you know, fan sites and message boards and stuff as they were airing. And that's where Ted and I met in the first place was on one of those message boards. <laughs> so the Watchtower database wouldn't exist without those places. Then this wouldn't exist without Watchtower database and so on and so on. So I, I, it, it just feels like it's a, it's a pretty cool little like 
the mystical <laughs> thing that they know each other because of whatever you know jamie that's so. that's too wholesome for this podcast i know we'll we'll keep leading pathways we'll we'll create the next you know Batman the Animated Series <laughs> <laughs> or something. We'll, we'll, we'll be responsible indirectly for all sorts of stuff. So I don't know. Great. Things that are cool and I like. Okay. Okay. Now let's do something silly and wacky. Tip tap record contemplations on, on mudslide. Some quick and dirty, uh, pun intended, contemplations of the week on mudslide. <laughs> um, I think overall that this episode really could have been cooler if uh, they actually lived up to the idea of it. Um, I think that the moments of um, interesting body horror and goopiness and like struggle were really interesting with Clayface. Mm. Um, and I think that his voice acting was absolutely fantastic. But I don't think that the build-up to this death or this finality for this character was done very well. Um, and I do not like a lot of the framing around it. Like every other character besides Clayface in this episode is kind of boring, um, except for Alfred. Alfred was a standout. <laughs> he was great. Um, but like the lab partner, who I'm not even remembering the name of, boring. Batman just sort of there to catch him. Um, Could have been really good. Didn't live up to it. That's all I got to say. Batman just sort of there to kill him. Yeah, yeah Alfred's always good. <laughs> Alfred is definitely one of my favorite characters. But yeah, yeah, I can see what they're saying. Yeah, and they also included, also again, want to say it was a delight vibing with you guys this last weekend. Hope cleanup went good and an epic amount of money was raised, smiley face. I don't know how if you get to know how much money was raised or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I knew like the day after, the morning after, something like that. Okay, okay. Uh, we did We did good. The lights in the dark room will stay open for <laughs> at least another little bit. <laughs> You know, open your lights. We're gonna open our. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of. Maybe I should like say something else because the dark room isn't really about lights. It's kind of the absence of lights is its purpose. So. The dark will stay off. We're gonna, yeah. uh. <laughs> no, I think the dark. We're gonna. We're gonna, the 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 fundraiser is helping us keep the dark on. Is that weird? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> is there a good place people can go to find better information about the uh, dark room of Big Bus? <laughs> I don't know how to, how to how do you even be like oh yeah go support the I can't say what it's called I mean so that's kind of probably just, just it, it's sort of you probably just can why do we even anymore? so the web the website is eugenedarkroom.org what excuse me and uh, there is a spot just on the main page um, to donate where you can donate either to the facilities I think um yeah you can either do a facilities donation or an education and scholarship fund donation if you feel like helping out the arts yeah do it it was a good time i'm glad that we i got to meet tip Taprica. i think we talk about this in a later episode we haven't we recorded already but we haven't put out whatever okay whatever. it was cool all right it was this great. is from scarloe one episode 13 Hello, listener, and welcome to Jump on the Mechanic Wagon. I'm your host, Scar Louie One. In this episode, I will tell you about Season 1, Episode 13 of Earl, the Animated Series. My favorite. Mud Drive. Mud Drive? <laughs> mud drive. The Batmobile came into the garage covered in mud. What did you do to my baby? Shouted Earl. <laughs> I'm sorry, Earl. I was fighting Clayface in. Don't worry about it, Batman. I'll clean her up. Later, <laughs> while Earl was cleaning the Batmobile, when suddenly... Hello, little car man said Clayface as he formed from oh, the mud. Oh, no. Oh, no. Earl tried to run away, but Clayface grabbed him. I got you, car man. <laughs> Earl threw a wrench at the sprinkler on the ceiling. It broke 
and the sprinkler sprayed water all over Clayface, causing him to dissolve. <laughs> oh, so Earl also kills Clayface. Next episode is part one of, this, of the two-part season finale, so I really don't care. Anyway, see you next time. Same pee-pee time. Same, same boo-boo Jano. Poor Clayface just always getting the short end of the stick. Also, will somebody we'll... like just animate or not even animate, like just illustrate. Like I want a comic book version of these episodes. <laughs> yeah, we need to, we need the early animated series in visual form. Yeah. Uh, last, we have Quinlan Jones, which is a new Quinlan one. Quinlan Jones. Yeah, Hello. to my favorite podcast. What? Hey, Slim Jim Smoothie and Brambleberry Bunt Cake. <laughs> 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 they're always good. Uh, <laughs> listener from day one, first time writer in her full-time Dylan Pollock sock puppet account. Well done. I don't know what episode you'll be reading this for, and that's fine. This, this one. show meant a lot to me and my brother growing up, even though we only had a single, not irrevocably damaged CD uh, with only the Underdwellers and the Boss Biggest one. It's lovely wow. to rediscover the magic of BTS and all the jank. <laughs> uh, but I'm really writing for one reason. I'd like it to be said. I and many others here have a plethora of options in the podcast space. However, like many others here, there's nothing quite like this one. <laughs> I want to thank both of you for creating an atmosphere and community that captures the same magic that made us all fall in love with this universe. It's evident that you're both wonderful people, and I'm honored to be a part of this yappy crew of yappy dudes. Keep up the good work. Oh, my God. P.S. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what is with this? Uh, P.S. Slimbo Jimbo, you once read a comment in a boss biggest voice while pretending to eat, and it legitimately made me gag. It was spot on, absolutely masterful. But for the love of all that is good in this world, please never do that again. <laughs> I don't plan to. It hurt to do it. I didn't like it. Uh, oh, this, thank you. This male segment is nice. becoming way too wholesome. Oh, my God. It's very nice. It's so pretty and good and lovely. That's... Hopefully people have said some crazy shit in the comments or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that everybody's listening to this that's listening to this. We do it for us, but you're here too. Uh, <laughs> this is from Dylan Pollock. You cured more than my podcast appetite. You cured my Friday. <laughs> it's time for the thoughts of the week from Dylan Pollock on Mudslide, or that time Batman was inside of Clayface and Clayface was super wet. <laughs> I appreciate that Batman's first offer is simply to help Clayface heal and become human, and that he still talks to him as Hagen, not as Clayface. I also like watching Batman just walk alongside him because he's like, bro, this is pathetic. You can barely move. <laughs> uh doesn't feel like in that recovery suit thing, Clayface is like wearing Spanx or shapewear. I just thought it looked really funny. <laughs> the guy who says, God, that smell on the train. Is that just normal Gotham train smell or Clayface smell? Because I've been on some smelly drunk trains. Yeah. We get two classic movie references. Uh, Batman says, Dr. Bates once owned a motel, which is the most mm -hmm. direct Hitchcock mm -hmm. reference I can think of in B-Taz. And Clayface screams out Stella in another good mm -hmm. classic film reference to Streetcar Named Desire, <laughs> which is randomly inserted in this child show. Time for the question of the week, James. For your part, Woo, if yeah. you were to be a henchman for one of the BTAS villains, who would you work for? Oh. Assume they have the same wages, benefits, and retirement packages, of course. <laughs> yeah, I guess that would be helpful. <clears throat> uh, I would not work for the Joker. I'd probably get killed immediately. Yeah, uh, or at least like eat fed to hyenas or whatever. Uh, working for the Penguin seems like a safe thing, but I feel like he would also <laughs> just like, oh, I guess. He's going to jail again because he's bumbling and terrible. Like, I'm out of a job very quickly. But I didn't get murdered, I guess is the point. Um, I don't know. 
<laughs> if I just wanted a little taste of the criminal life, I'd vote for, work for the penguin. Vote for the penguin. Vote for penguin, everybody. Uh, and then, then I'd just be like, "Well, that was nice. Uh, I'm going to jail now, I guess." Cool. <laughs> I think I I'm pretty confident in my answer. I'd work yeah. for Batman. Oh yeah, the criminal Batman. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there's nothing you yeah. can do to convince me that he's not a bad guy after this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I want to be the new Robin. We're currently recording a male segment in the future uh, reality where you have watched Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, we're still stuck in the like, yep, he, uh, he totally killed Clayface there. Yeah, nothing, nothing. I have no compassion for this man. <laughs> I'm just staying, I'm staying in my lane. Honestly, after, <laughs> after having watched Mask of the Phantasm, this is oh. even more perplexing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> we won't give away Brian's reactions to the movie yet because it's in the future. No, but you're all going to yeah. be very disappointed. Yeah, Brian hated it. Hate. And thought it was bad. Worst movie. That was shit. The only thing worse than under. No, I'm not even going to finish that <laughs> sentence. I can't even. It can't even leave my mouth. Uh, this is from Mark Aquino. Biscuit Boy v. Sewer King. Dawn of Just Ass. <laughs> Greetings, Jam Jam and Baby Beluga, as well as all the other. <laughs> Distinguished members of this yappy community of ours. Yeah, I have an announcement to make. I'm going to be holding off on my usual alliteration in the comments. Oh my God. At least until the Mask of the Phantasm episode. And then afterwards, I'm going to retire it. Just because, well, let's face it. It's getting harder and harder for me to come up with new stuff for it. I understand. So I'm really sorry. But, you know, all good things must come to an end, unfortunately. Hmm. Anyway, here's my question for the week. Mm. To celebrate the memory of original Power Rangers cast member Jason David Frank, oh, yeah. if you could be a Power Ranger, what color would you choose and why? Personally, I would choose orange just because we haven't seen a whole lot of orange Power Rangers. Anyway, can't wait to watch the Zeta Month finale. Deuces. Yeah, me neither. I, w I wish someone would fin go ahead and finish it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the guy that played the Green Ranger slash White Ranger uh, passed away a couple of weeks ago, like not too long after Kevin Conroy, and mm -hmm. it was like everyone going around like, it is not a good time for 90s kids. What is happening? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would be purple because purple's dope. I don't, is there a purple ranger? I, I don't think I can't so. remember. Uh, there must be in the plethora of <laughs> thousands of different Power Rangers iterations, but I don't know. Can I go off the rails? I guess. Plaid. Yeah, okay, perfect. I want to be the plaid ranger. <laughs> We're going plaid. <laughs> it's the fastest you can go. I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the um what's the what tweed? <laughs> the tweed ranger. <laughs> uh, yeah. I would okay, well, let's just have a whole new Power Rangers group and it's just all patterns. It's all, yeah, it's all just like clothing patterns or something. Yeah. We got we got the tweed, we got plaid, we got houndstooth. I guess if we're doing that, what in probably, the world is that? I have never heard of that. Oh, it's like the pattern on every '90s woman's business jacket you've ever seen. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I'd like Wait, to actually. What's be the what's the is it? Uh, what's the like? I feel like there's a name for when it's. Uh, there's like a straight line of solid color in the shoulder area, and then everything else is a different color. It's like the next generation uniform look. I can't remember what the fuck this is called. Someone tell me next time. I want to be that. What? That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Close Leave me alone. Okay, this is comments on last episode. Uh, this is Jump on the Batwagon, episode 61, Shadow of the Bat, parts one through two. Or where did he put that? 
Where did he uh, put this that? This is from Ashley Touchin. The Australian? The Australian. Barbara Gordon is my second favorite Bat Family member. <laughs> no. I'm not doing this. Member from the comics. Uh, I, so I, lo- I should have been doing this the whole time, and I'm not going to. So I love these episodes. It's a really cool origin story for Batgirl in the DCAU, even though I don't think this version ever reaches the heights of her comic book counterpart. See, I don't even know what Bar- Batgirl's origin is in the comics, so I don't care. Hmm. Uh, oh, still, God. this is how I first introduced the character was first introduced to the character and part of the reason why I have a massive crush on her to this day. Oh, are you that person in the... Uh, I know you're probably not. Like I don't think you are. <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a group uh, on Facebook called Bruce Tim's Genius with the DCAU. And lately it has been nothing but spam uh, of like fake reports of deaths of like not even people related to the DCAU. It's just like bots posting in there. Uh, and, and then also one guy that will just post like pictures of Batgirl from the DCAU shows in her different like looks and stuff, just <laughs> oh. being like, Oh, I, I wish that we could have seen her naked. I, w- uh, it would have been so much better if she was only wearing the mask and nothing else. Don't you agree? And it'll just be reworded slightly this, every couple of days. Is this a troll thing? Please tell me this is a I, troll. I comment. hope so, but I don't think so. <laughs> it's Ashley touching. Clearly we figured it out. Ashley. Get it together. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, now, on another note, since neither of you yappy dudes have seen Firefly, how about you join me for a podcast where I'll introduce you to one of the greatest shows ever put to screen? <laughs> I mean, it even has a controversial air date order. This thing <laughs> writes itself. I've got, True. yeah, I think we've talked about that. Uh, I've got, even got the intro worked out. Welcome to Jump on the Brown Wagon. Firefly fans are called brown coats. Just roll with it. Okay. The show where we watch every episode of Firefly in the controversial air date order so we can experience it the way humans being, human beings did back in the far gone days of 2002. <laughs> Joining me, a bona fide brown coat, will be Brick and Jim Jam, who've never seen a single episode. This is Jump on the Brown Wagon. Woo. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll watch that show at some point. <laughs> like I said, I've seen Serenity. I feel like movie. I feel like there's worse ways to uh, watch Firefly. That's true. Yeah, with a bona fide Australian brown coat or whatever you said. Yeah, uh, this is from KM. I missed you will do two parts together this week. That's great. Please do that more often. (laughs) Uh, Well, maybe. When Commissioner Gordon was imprisoned, Barbara didn't try to prove he's innocent by showing people evidence is forged. Uh, She tried attending the rally and forced the government to release her father, a person government thinks is guilty based on solid evidence. Uh, We just tolerate that because we know Gordon can't be evil. But what would you think if a prisoner was a police officer that you don't know that well on a city that you know there are a lot of corrupt cops? Also, wouldn't Batman being at the rally harm the cause? As far as I know, vigilantes are still considered criminals in Gotham, and a known criminal asking for Gordon to be released might have strengthened the idea of Gordon being guilty. I totally didn't even think about that, but yeah. To everyone else but Gordon, this is just some asshole in a Batman costume. Yeah. Oh my um, god, that is that is genius level of observation. <laughs> I really like the reveal of the villain being the King of England, <laughs> Two-Face. Uh, yes, do you remember why this is a joke? No. And almost got him. Uh, he's like, Bruce Wayne is Batman, then I'm the King of England. Right, <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. It has some subtle clues, like the building he's in is half repaired, half damaged. I wonder how hard it is to find a building like that. Wouldn't every person who saw it know it's Two-Face's hideout or, or will be at some point? Uh, if police start to look out for those two-sided buildings, abandoned amusement parks, and abandoned warehouses in Gotham, they could end all gimmick villains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Mudslide <laughs> is a really good episode. I really enjoyed both visuals and story. Probably this was the best looking episode by Studio Junio. Okay, that's probably true. Uh, but I think Batman should get a negative usefulness rating. He was actively harmful for Matt Hagen in this episode. He stopped yep. his treatment without any clear reason, even though he offered pretty much the same thing earlier in the episode. And then episode ended with Hagen's death. I would say his blood is in the hands of Batman, and that should haunt him for the rest of his life, but I'm not sure he still has blood. His refried beans are <laughs> in the hands of Batman. Yeah, he was literally in Batman's hands. Yeah. Okay, so so far we've got one on our side. Good, good, good. We're going to keep going. Yeah. Uh, Charles Motosierra, it seems our new Clayface accomplice is a woman. <laughs> um, has he had one before? Scarface Nate, hey, Biscuit Boy and Jamie Boy. My voice is still wrecked from my sickness. Yeah, mine kind of is too. I was re-watching the podcast earlier this week, and in the Batman's Wrist Hot Dogs episode, <laughs> James made a comment jokingly saying that the episode had Clayface as the villain. And I feel like this actually should have been the case to not use Clayboy for a whole two seasons, excluding the tie-in comics, and then have him be the main focus and he's dying is pretty jarring. My biggest gripe was that they made Batman a hypocrite for some odd reason, which presented a situation that would have solved his Clayface problem, and given Batman's best aspect is how he would help his rogues gallery, I felt like him stopping the operation midway was completely out of left field. And we got yes, another I one. <laughs> yeah, I get it. He stole things and wanted money and refused his help, but he helped Mr. Freeze get his justice, so why wouldn't he help cure Hagen? Because he's, got, he's uh, a murderer yeah <laughs> the animation and music was good not as good as part two but pretty solid uh that shot of batman trying to break out of oscar boy because clayface looked like an oscar in that suit <laughs> oh maybe that was another hollywood reference who knows oh uh, was da damn near terrifying the first time i saw it and even now it still sends a shiver down my spine i think brian just laughed at it <laughs> uh, <laughs> i feel like it has a lot of parallels to part one with batman using hagen's old movies to study him and him having an assistant slash lover whom we never see again all in all, an enjoyable episode and a solid follow-up to Clayface. Not as good or bad as other episodes, and I would probably watch it again. 7.5 Lost Integrities out of 10 cooked whole goose. <laughs> Poor Alfred, man. I would have eaten that goose in a heartbeat. Screw the mission, which is probably why I'm not a hero. Also, goose wasn't the only thing Alfred cooked. But doom it says. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I, we forgot about that little joke from Alfred. but We did. We can talk about everything. Uh, Nick Sorensen and the third member of the Bat Team now makes her big debut. They had foreshadowed Barbara becoming Batgirl for some time in this series since Heart of Steel, showcasing her smarts and athletic ability, and it's great seeing it pay off with this two-parter. I absolutely love the theme music they composed for Batgirl during BTS. That one Vanishing Point episode I've watched that described part one. Yeah, okay, cool. Old King Cole, the statue gave Gil freedom from consciousness. Oh, no. <laughs> the Statue of Freedom, you see. Oh, right. Uh, favorite version of Barbara Gordon as Batgirl, but not my favorite Batgirl. My favorite Batgirl is Stephanie Brown. That's a, a different comic book. Batgirl. Stephanie Browncoat? Stephanie Browncoat for the, the jump on the brown table or whatever you said. Not brown table. That's <laughs> brown a different. Table. Leave me alone. Scrudge! Scrudge! For anyone keeping score at home, the giant dollar that squishes Two-Face in Shadow of the Bat Part 2 is the fifth giant coin we've seen so far in this show. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, there's a giant penny, but there were also three giant coins in the bank vault from Zatanna. Oh. At this point, I would almost be weird if Batman 
didn't have one mounted in his basement. Also, just curious about Masking the Phantasm episode. Do you think Yappy Mail is going to be moved to a separate episode? Because I get the sense that James and Brian will probably fill the two hours by themselves on this one. I don't mind either way. Really looking forward to Brian's reaction. It's a good point. Uh, I think we'll probably do a mail segment because it's already long as it is, and it's the last episode of the year, so it would be weird to like leave it for later. But Yeah, we're making an episode long enough that people can listen to it over the course of however long. <laughs> All of Christmas, yeah. You just, you just welcome family to the Christmas morning present opening. I'm going to start the episode now because by the time everyone leaves this evening, it'll still be halfway through. <laughs> um, let's see. Jordan Blumen. Jamie, it's totally fine that you saw Serenity without seeing Firefly. I did the same thing. But how dare you refer to the Doctor Who police box. That's hurt me. It's called the TARDIS. Time and relative dimension in space. I don't care. <laughs> Jamie. Oh, ban- Banana Man says okay. Okay. Oh. Scar Louie replied, I guess you watched the Zeta Month videos. But that was only applicable to last episode, so I don't know. Who knows? Go watch them anyway, Banana Man, you dork. Uh, Kevin Renke. So you're saying Batgirl's face was as liquid as the pizza. Let's see what Pizza the Hut can do. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Spaceballs reference? Yeah. Yeah. Jarlid97. In reference to James describing Batman getting naked and Batgirl looking. Brian, jokingly, I kind of want to see where this is going to go. A finger on a monkey's paw curls, and an idea is sent back to Bruce Timm's mind between the years 2014 <laughs> and 2016 during the production of a DCAU adjacent movie. Yeah, I don't think we're watching that one, but there's a there's like a Batman Batgirl rooftop sex scene in one of the animated what? movies. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, quite the heated uh, topic among fans of Bruce Tim. Well, but Bruce you know Tim did not write that movie, and he was just a producer. We can't fully blame him for this. Um, just throwing that out there. Uh, just throwing it out there. We had wholesome voice messages, and you said maybe something crazy will happen. We've had a lot of like hentai conversation now. <laughs> yeah, we've got to even it out. I guess it's fine. Uh, Carly Barrett, Brian, no one in the history of time has ever actually played Mousetrap. On the other hand, a Rube Goldberg-based Batman villain sounds fun. They could even call him Mousetrap. Yup. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I'm not alone. Uh, super. Well, you are alone. No one's played it before. Super Luigi 64. Ah, uh, yeah. Time to jump on the bastard wagon. <laughs> As a Canadian, I always flinch when I hear someone call the game shoots and ladders like James did. As we call it snakes and ladders up here. Supposedly, it's originally a religious snakes or satanic thing. Hmm. I didn't know. Well, Eels and escalator. That's the that's uh, the whole uh, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, he drove oh. the... Uh, he drove all the snakes out of Ireland. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Then that's like, they're metaphorical snakes, and that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, I don't, uh, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of that. I'm just on record. Uh, looking forward to Mudslide, a.k.a. raindrops keep falling through my head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or being absorbed by my head, perhaps. Uh, Lenola Cola, in honor of the runner-up for the episode title, could it be that it had a pizza, Alfred? A pizza of liquid? But a pizza, nonetheless. <laughs> this is a his Silicon Soul reference, in case you've forgotten. I forget nothing. No, I, I know. Uh, Dylan Pollock, okay, that official synopsis is wild. Gill is a horribly disfigured permanent vegetable. <laughs> it also makes it sound like the episode doesn't try and make it obvious that Bruce and Dick know who Batgirl is, or was I wrong about that? 
Yeah, I don't think they do. I don't think they do. No. Uh, Juan Pedro. Hi, guys. I've been looking forward to these ones. Our new Batman's a woman, but not Batwoman, because Batwoman is a different character. <laughs> these episodes are partially the reason why Batgirl is my favorite DC superhero girl. She, uh, I like how independent she is. She is uh, how she decides to step away from the shadow of the bat and become her own bat persona. She is very charismatic and plays dumb despite being the smartest person in the room most of the time. Her theme song is beautiful. I like how it slowly builds up. I like that Mason is revealed to be the villain because he's also revealed to be a creep. Sexism is always seen as very evil on this show as it should. Right, show? I will always love you, Barbara, even though your facial features are extremely inconsistent. Love the pod. I always love listening while working. Keep it, yap. Grapples away, humming Batgirl's theme. Thank you. You keep it, yap, as well. Genius. Batgirl fangirl. Stella! <laughs> Sorry, I just had the urge to shout that for some reason. Is the animation really slow in this one? Oh, wait, it's just how Clayface moves now. No, it was slow. Batman, <laughs> yeah. the lab boys can take it from here. Somewhere in the GCPD is Clayface's plastic wrapping machine, Mad Hatter's mind machine, Riddler's computer, Maxie's cannon, what's left of Hardak, Ivy's giant tree. They must have a warehouse somewhere full of this stuff. There's always something I wondered about this one, and not just how is Bruce going to eat all that goose by himself. Why did Batman stop the machine? Hagen would have been cured, Stella would get her motel back, and Bruce would get to eat his goose. I, I like this one a lot. The animation, score, voice acting are all stellar. Sorry. The story's great as well. Loved listening to the voice messages. They all made me smile. Nice job, guys. Five stars and five delicious-looking roast geese. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the geese, especially. I'm a vegetarian, though. Jamie, you're going to have to eat my geese. No. Oh, okay. I'll eat your geese for, for sure. No worries. Uh, Maddie Savannah Paul says, first, even though they were not first, but so I think that's the joke. Uh, with the fact it's well known that the go police are in Gotham are corrupt, it's funny that they thought community event for boss cop who is facing corruption charges would be helpful. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense Batgirl had to rent an outfit. She did throw out her other one, and this is a reference to... A uh, there's a comic, uh, Batman Adventures comic that ties into the show where Barbara goes to a costume party as Batgirl, but timeline wise, it has to be before these episodes, so she's not Batgirl yet. She's just wearing like a Batman Halloween costume, but it looks identical to the one that will be her Batgirl costume. Oh, it doesn't really, I don't know, <laughs> but she throws in the trash at the end of the thing, like, I don't think I'm ready for this yet, or whatever. It's it's weird. It's one that they and I have argued about uh, several times of where it could take place, <laughs> but it does it does it's 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 Harley Quinn's first comic appearance ever. So the comic itself goes for like hundreds to thousands of dollars, and I do not own a copy that's not a reprint. So <laughs> wow, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. I think we talked about that in her first episode, but yeah, on eBay, it's just like nope. I there's no good one. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Uh, Wednesday 209, this is the second to last comment, the penultimate comment, you might say. Hey guys, today is December 2nd, a very special day, but for me, because it's my birthday today. Happy birthday. That's, several days ago. That's also my mom's birthday. It was, and you didn't call her until three days later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting you on blast there. <laughs> Brian doesn't call his mom on her birthday. Um, make sure all of you guys give me the biggest birthday hugs ever. Thank you and stay happy. I am I am currently doing it through the internet. Brian can see, right? I can see. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait for an in person big birthday hug. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, for the <laughs> the Batwagon get together, the Batwagon Comic Con, where we're all meet up. 
let's give each let's other just all do the that. biggest birthday hugs. Let's just like yeah. rent some convention center for a day and just be like, we're just gonna do like we'll do like a podcast there, and just everybody will be there <laughs> with just with just the like the the our Justice League of of common commenters <laughs> yeah. in the audience to root us on. There's just like ten people. Uh, Mark Aquino is first. Hell yeah, it's Batgirl's origin story. Woohoo. I kid, of course. After all, oh, Batgirl fangirls origin story. I see. I see. I was like, you kid. It was. After all these years, this two-parter is still fairly enjoyable in my eyes. I like how it equally balances how capable Barbara can be as a crime fighter with moments where she's in over her head and overwhelmed by the dangers that lifestyle brings. I wonder if she'll be Come a more permanent fixture in the Bat Family in future episodes. We'll just have to wait and see. Winky face. Hmm. Really excited for the Zeta Month finale. It's been a fun ride, and I can't give enough props to James and Maddie for all the hard work and dedication they've put into a whole month of content structured around a show that only lasted 24 episodes. I think it's 26, but maybe I'm wrong. You guys are keeping the Zeta flame alive, and I do genuinely hope that the characters of Zeta and Ro get properly incorporated into the DC universe in the future. You're our only hope, James Gunn. Put Zeta in season two of Peacemaker, you beautiful man, you. No digs at Yop of the Yop Tower this week. With the holiday season now upon us, I shall refrain from the Yop slander for the time being. Here's the, I hope that's to your liking, Yop. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Yeah, I hope the, I hope the Yop Tower folks are doing well this holiday. Yeah. You know? All one of them. Anywho, to repeat my voicemail message, I'm holding back on my usual fun alliteration until Mask of the Phantasm. I want to make sure it's long and my best yet. Regardless, <laughs> big bus bear hugs to the number one podcast host and this year multiverse of ours, Jamie Stromboli, and he's a brick <laughs> house. Praise to our Lord and Savior, Dylan Pollock. Love your podcast, dude. Keep up the great work. His disciples, Scar Lowy, one, Batgirl, Fangirl, Scotty Cameron, Wednesday 209, Tip Tapper, Kakeem Machine, Scrudge, Banana Man, etc., and all the awesome sauce listeners of this yappy community of ours you're all the best never forget that now if you excuse me i'll be watching that new indiana jones movie trailer on repeat because that movie looks amazing and june 30th can't come soon enough until next week smoke bomb did you watch the indiana jones trailer brian have not that's okay who's indiana jones harrison ford okay cool Just like last time, he's really old. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Now he's I, really, I, really old. I have a very hard time being excited about like, like I, I, you know what? And it's cool they're doing like new takes on things, but there's just so much remakes, and I, yeah. I'm just I'm I'm over like all of them. So and it's like, oh, there's a new. Aren't they like redoing Avatar? No, w- which one? Which Avatar? <laughs> I can't remember. The blue people one just had a sequel come out. Uh, the the airbender the the nickelodeon one the airbender one is having some sort of i think there's animated series sequels on the way but there's also like a live action show but it's being made by the same people who made the cartoon so at least i have more hope for it than the movie that happened but i i I also agree with what you're saying that (laughs) just like Maybe just do new stuff. And there is a lot of good new stuff uh, that just flies under the radar because of how popular the franchises are. But, you know, like uh, everything, everywhere, all at once was really good. Oh, my God. That was that was like the best movie I've seen in, I think, a decade. <laughs> a lo- very long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, it's, it, it, they're very, it's very like the popcorn movies I still enjoy going to and seeing. <laughs> yeah. 
but I, I wish that I knew about a lot of the ones that I like find out about five or six years later and go like, Oh shit, this is really good. I wish I'd seen this when it came out and like supported it existing. And cause then it just shows like, Oh, nobody saw this, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like Batman mask of the Fantastic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where was I? And I was two. You were like nine. T. <laughs> nine D. Nine D. Sorry. Yeah. Right. You're right. Okay. Let's go back to the past. Samurai Jack. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go back. You as always want what? You. We're back. That's uh, not going to make any sense. No, it's after not. the like twenty minute long mail segment. <laughs> Why are they doing that? Yeah. But let me tell you, in the right now, it was great. I know. The next episode, Brian, you yes. want to hear what it's called and then you predict what the episode is about? Yes. I don't think you'll be able to. It's called The Worry Men. Okay. The Worry Men. People. You got Clayface episode like spot on perfect, <laughs> so you have to keep your track record going here. Uh, let's see. People worry. People, I'm, I'm guessing it, it'd be like, that sounds like a horror movie thing. So people causing worry, not people that are worrying. Okay. So there's a group of people who are making like trouble for the general populace. Mm. Okay. What, who are the group of people? What? How would I know that? I'll, I'll say this is not new villain. <laughs> it's it, The title doesn't help you at all, but... I mean, like, th- does the pluralization of men help? No. <laughs> oh, I'm, uh, we, we can just watch it and you'll find out. I don't think you can really. I would never be able to guess what this is about. <laughs> I, would, I think I would just guess Scarecrow if I okay. had to guess a villain. Okay. Not Scarecrow, I can tell from your face. Uh, e- there are attributes, physical attributes of the Scarecrow that connect to this character also. Oh, interesting. The blonde hair and hat. <laughs> Who else has blonde hair and a hat, Brian? The uh, the Mad Hatter. Yeah. Is this a Mad Hatter episode? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Dude, I'm feeling pretty good about that. <laughs> <laughs> I t- after seven clues, Brian was able to figure it out. No, I mean like... You still don't know what the worry men are, though, so yeah. Yeah, no. It's it's not anyway. Well, if if you want to reach out to us like the fire hand at the end of the can the claw part two, please email batwagonpod at gmail.com. You can send us a voice message also uh anchor.fm slash batwagon. Uh leave us a comment on today's episode on the Pod Tower YouTube channel and subscribe for new DCAU podcasts every week. This episode or this podcast whatever this or whatever i'm saying is out every friday every single friday never skipping it friday ever again or else batman will shut off our machine for our life support (laughs) (laughs) that's it we can leave now great thanks for listening i Um, hope that you got really mad at us for not for missing the entire point of mudslide yes please tell us why we're idiots dear god I think I bet we'll get a big comment from Maddie because I feel like this was featured in Batman is compassionate video that Maddie did, and Batman. There's nothing compassionate about Batman in this other than the beginning uh, where he's where like, he's, "Let me, I'll help. help you," and then he's like, "Sorry, J.K. Bitch." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye everybody. <laughs> bye. Save him, Batman, please. Come on, Hagen, pull yourself together. 
Too late. Curtain's going down. Hagen! 